Thanks for listening to the Between the Covers podcast. You can follow Deanne at E-O-D-B-R-T and Rachel at More Than the Pages on Instagram and everything podcast related at at Between the Covers pod. Between the Covers pod is produced by our local indie bookstore, Dog-Eared Books in Ames, Iowa. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the pod with all your amazing people in your life. And welcome to Between the Covers podcast, where you have two hosts who don't have brains in their heads tonight. <laughs> Actually, my is I, my dumbsy dumbsy is a word now. Idiocy, dumbness, you know, combo <laughs> word is rubbing off on you. <laughs> Uh, we're catching up episodes, so life happened. We both had a really busy fall, and life happened, so we're catching up on episodes from 2022. Yep. You'll get a couple of trope episodes, and you'll get all of the books that B- Between the Covers Book Club read in 2022. Kind of the second half of 2022, because we got through most of the episodes, and then we, got we went through on- July. Yeah. We went on a little hiatus. Yeah. Because of me. No, because we both have I'm going to always happen. say that. I'm going to say that was me every single time. It was a joint venture. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we're back at it, and it's going to be great. The episodes are just going to be thrown at you, so thanks for jumping in. Just so you know, this is an episode where we are talking about the book, specifically Booked on a Feeling by J.C. Lee. So there will wh- be spoilers. Exactly. So when we talk about the book, there are spoilers, so if you like spoilers keep listening if you don't read the book and then please come back to this go listen back to other trope episodes go listen to previous ones or just keep listening and maybe you'll forget what we talk about because we don't always stay in the order of when the book happens it's true also we read rom-com so pretty much guaranteed a happily ever after so yep just it's not really a spoiler it's you know really a spoiler um but this is a trope episode or- no, this is not. a book episode. Oh my God, there's my brain being dumb again. Dumbacy. <laughs> I um, like your word. Thank you. <laughs> it's going to be in the dictionary next week. Cool. Um, so yeah, so it's a, tro- oh my God, there I go again. It's a book episode. There will be spoilers. That's it. Okay. I'm over saying that. Anyways, Deanne, let's start with what are you reading at this moment? Is that at the end? <laughs> what? Oh, fuck. <laughs> It's at the end. Never mind. Let's talk about Booked on a Feeling by J.C. Lee. This podcast is going so smoothly. You have to understand, this is our third one we've done in a row. I am very, very sleep deprived, but we are powering through. And we both keep forgetting that this book is set in the bookstore. <laughs> yeah. That's why this is the third the time where we're like, oh, book. This one's set in the bookstore. So, surprise, <laughs> surprise, this book is set in a bookstore. Yeah. So, if you listen to the last episode, you can get a nice list of all the bookish vibing books you could possibly have. There's probably more. Actually, I know there's more. There's a lot more. Yeah. But, so, listen to the episode if you like to make a list of more books that you need to read. So, another thing that is in this book that we noticed we did a lot with the Between the Covers book club books this year was the main character's a lawyer. Oh, yeah. So she's an overworked lawyer. She's had enough. She takes a break and she goes back to the town that she grew up in and stays over in a Airbnb type thing over I a bookstore. I didn't read it as that's the town she grew up in. Well, her best friend was there. So I yeah, don't know but if it's where her grandparents were or I thought it was like she spent her summers there. I thought it was like us, like the family knew the other family and that they all summered somewhere else together. Something like that. That could be. <laughs> but she's staying in an Airbnb. Yes. 
over a bookstore and her childhood best friend is in town. Yeah, this is so she went to the town where he lives. Yes. Um so let's start from the beginning of she's a lawyer and she wants to be partner. She has a lot of pressure from her she mom. She thinks she wants to be partner. Right. She's told that's what she wants. That's um, all she's ever been trying for because that's what she thought she was supposed to do. Right. And there's like a weird friendship issue that I'm not sure really necessarily need to be included in the book. Oh, tell me. Um, you know how, so she got a job over a gr- another woman in the law firm that was like her best friend. And so then they like suddenly are enemies and like the other woman won't even talk to her because she feels like she was backstabbed or she deserved it more. And it just felt unnecessary. Like that women revenge on women women hating women because they got a one up like I get the disappointment of not getting the job you want maybe you think you deserved it but is it really worth ruining a whole friendship over so for and it it was made to be like it was going to be a big part of the story and then it wasn't I think it was partly to show just the toxic environment that she was in because she would get physically sick yes and I she had to go to court yes and and I get that yeah I get that 100%, but, but you could have done something yeah. different, something entirely different. Yeah. I, it felt very weird to me. I didn't find that necessary to still feel the stress of what she was not happy with her job. Yeah. Um, and that it was not the right place for her. So it was kind of gross. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it gross isn't post- the gross isn't the right word to use. It just it, made me uncomfortable. Yeah. It did post a nice contrast when she found people who right. supported her. Yes, totally. It was like the exact opposite. Yeah. So that's my only thing with the book that I'm like, mm. but then it's just in the beginning. So she kind of, she goes to her favorite bookstore and the woman's like, I was like, oh, I saw this a mile away coming that she was going to go back and take it over. I was like, yeah, I love it um spoiler (laughs) I'm getting ahead of myself there but so she's having a hard time at work and she's she wins this huge case and they basically are like wanting more for her and I'm not a lawyer Dan you're a lawyer did you have to have ever have to do the minutes like that yes I've had to keep time and I I was not in a for-profit firm Mm -hmm. but it is a typical part of life where you have to keep track of what you're doing on a very small scale. I, I think she went down to the six minutes, but we only had to go to the 15. So I've had it's to keep track of my time before <laughs> like that. Um, I was in a really toxic work environment myself at my previous job. Um, and like the person that made me have to do that, it was super unhealthy and it was to intimidate me and make me feel less and it was to make me seem like I wasn't doing my job which I was you made one person start doing the job of three people because people left the company and then told them told me that you know there's more to it so to not believe me and what I was asking for more help they made me start taking 15 minutes I was like is this really a good use of my time when I'm already telling you I don't have enough time to have to think and write what I've done for the last 15 minutes so that part was like I hated it so much, but it was such a reality. And I'm like, I 100% get having to do that. And I understand with like lawyers, it's part of the job, which I think is so weird. Well, it's part of the billing, right? Yeah. It's like, where does your billable hours? And for us, it was keeping statistics of how long things take. So it was a very important piece of it. But you're right. You know, if you don't do, if you don't keep track of it during the day, then at some point you're spending an hour just figuring out what you spent your time doing. Right. Which seems counterproductive. It's so odd. So, so odd. 
Um, and with my job, it's not necessary. Like my job, it wasn't necessary. It wasn't yeah. billable. It was her trying to micromanage and say I was a liar when I wasn't. And I wasn't the only one that she had done this to. Um, that, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's a whole other story. So when she went to the bookstore because she needed that refreshing, I was like, yes, I get it. I am right there with you. Yeah. Like I almost needed to go back to work myself because I was so exhausted having to have to read that and the stress and the anxiety that her job caused her. Well, and that was one thing that our group talked about when we had the book club was mm -hmm. she did a really good job. And I believe JC Lee is an attorney. I think, I think she, she is as well. Yeah. yeah. But she did a really good job of creating, like you felt the stress that mm -hmm. this woman was feeling. You felt Absolutely. It. And you felt that difference when she didn't have to do the things that made her uncomfortable right. anymore. And again, it's not that her job was evil. Mm -hmm. It's that it wasn't the job for her. It wasn't exactly. her happy place. And yep. it was putting her in this uncomfortable position. And you just see that lighten up when she's where she thrives. Mm -hmm. And that was what she did really well. But it was also part of the book. You were like, Oh, stop. I know I wanted to get through it so badly. Yeah. I was, it, it was hard. But not in a way that it was so unreadable, well, yeah. but just because it was so familiar. And it was quick. Yep. Yeah. 100%. She did a really good job with that. I like that So part. she's like, I need to take two, what did she say? Two weeks, three weeks off from work? Or so is it two months? No, it wasn't two months. It was a couple weeks. A couple weeks. It was only weeks. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, I need to take a little chunk off and I'm going to go see my best friend. And so I love how she just surprised him with being there. It's something I totally would have done. He's going on his like morning run. And all of a sudden she just like, he's like, somebody's like trying to outrace me. So she gets ahead and like looks back at him. I don't know why I also looked back because you can't see me on the podcast, but I'm like, I'm like pretending I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, hey. And he's like, what? What are you doing here? She's like, I've been waiting every blah, blah, blah to see you come by because she wanted to surprise him. And I just, I loved that. And yeah. So like you mentioned earlier, Deanne, she's staying in an Airbnb above a bookstore. Best idea ever. Yeah. I think you had that idea earlier too. I did. Early up earlier episode, two episodes ago, I talked about this. It needs to happen. Yeah. And like I just I have a vision, but also I just want it to be my home. So but unfortunately I don't want to live where in the town I work. I like I like being closer to the point. Move again either. No, oh my god. Moved. I'm gonna be moving no. in a year, likely. So I'm just hunkering down where I am. There you go. Maybe I'll you know what? will be my happy medium when I have a library in my house. There you go. And that's that. Anyways. Anyway, so <laughs> so she goes to see her best friend and we're going to put best friend in quotes. Air quotes because, because they both love each other. They He knows he loves her. She's, She's not like, aware what? of it yet. He loved me this whole time? I'm like, this girl. Is like my, one of my favorite ways of pulling people together is those friends forever but they really have loved each other mm -hmm. and it was just so cute and yeah yeah i love it i love it so let's talk about how they ultimately figure out that they do love each other oh yeah well she <laughs> It's like so dumb. I was like, what are it's you so doing? Good. But it was like, okay, it was that classic, like, he can't know. We have to pretend so it doesn't hurt our friendship. And she's like, but I want this. But he's like, I 
can't hurt the friendship. And I'm like, oh my God. she's helping the girl fix up the bookstore. People, just tell people how you feel. Now, that's me saying that, and I'm so bad at that, like, telling my feelings. But in this book, I'm like, oh my God, just have a conversation. So yeah, that's how I felt. That's how you felt? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was really cute, though. And they, they had the time together, and they were able to realize what they wanted, mm-hmm. and then they each tried to make the dramatic move, and then it didn't work. And after that, um, she went back to... You're skipping too far ahead. Okay, go. You tell me where you want to go. <laughs> okay, so we should talk <laughs> about how there's this lovely woman who owns the bookshop, she was and she had just she taken needs, it off. By the way, we, we need to advocate she needs a book. What? Oh, yes. Oh, I think she's 100% going to get a book. Okay, good. I I, I need to say it out loud. I firmly believe this will be the next one in the Sweet Mess series. So she's got a bookstore and it's like just. She's a single mom. Yeah. It's a cluster. She had taken it over from a previous owner. There was hardly any open light coming in. It was not a smart layout. There was no openness to it. It was dark and shabby and it was difficult to get around or find anything. And so. Um, what's her Lizzie? Lizzie, thank you. I was like, what is our main character's name? Lizzie. So Lizzie's like, let me help you. I'm so type A. I need to do this and organize this. Let me help you. And she's like, oh my God, I could never ask you. And she's like, no, seriously, let me help you. Lizzie loves lists. And projects. Yes. So Lizzie helps take it on. And I just like, I wanted to hug this bookstore owner so badly. I'm just like, you deserve this. You deserve it. Meanwhile, Lizzie's also still having a really hard time because she hasn't told her mom that she is on this like Sabbatical. break. Yeah. Um, and her mom's very difficult in the sense Has of high expectations. Yeah. And it's difficult. I shouldn't say the mom's difficult, but it's difficult for Lizzie to have to hear and take on and know the disappointment and know what to expect, especially when um your her mom was back in another country. Um, because Lizzie is Korean American. And it's just it's difficult because it, you're ex- she was expected to be one thing and I don't think that's exactly she wants to be a writer she wants to own a bookstore she wants that life but that wasn't to the ex- expectations of her mom and so meanwhile she's what's the guy's name again I can't even think um I'm looking it's not Jack is it no Jack's the next book or the previous book? No, it's Jack. Is it Jack? Her best friend, Jack. Oh, okay. So, Jack. So, meanwhile, Jack's family owns this, like, brewery, and he feels like he's stuck in his hometown because he's the accountant for this. He helped turn things around for this brewery. I believe his sister was already an earlier episode. Yeah. Episode. I mean, book. Uh, yeah. Same and thing. then her friend was another book, from what I gather. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be the brother next, or it's going to be the bookstore on it, or it's going to be their combo love story. At least that's I my vote hope. for combo. I want a combo, too. I think they would be so cute together. And it's his twin, too. So anyways, so Jack feels very... Like, he can't leave his family. He feels like they need him. Um, but he he needs a change. He wants out of this hometown. He wants to make a difference somewhere else. Um, he's not happy with what he's doing. He does not feel fulfilled. And he doesn't know how to tell his family that. So his family is loving. And I think he's, he's just blind to not wanting to disappoint them. So he 
is blind to how much they would support him to want to do that. So, um, meanwhile, they start dating and getting all lovey lovey, and they're just like testing out the waters. Literally and figuratively, because they go on a rafting trip, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he, she goes overboard, and he, like, grabs her up, and he's like, I'm so sorry, I should never have put you in this arm. And she's like, little, 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 little. Um, I forgot about that. Yes. That was uh, one of my favorite parts. It was so cute. It was a good scene. So she thinks this is becoming real, and he's like, but then she also keeps making a comment like, well, this is just for now kind of thing. Like, it's just a fling. And he's like going back and forth in his head but i love her i can't love her the friendship the blah 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 i'm like oh my god dude just i'm like just take what you have and you know it's going to develop into something more like you can't be that stupid to not think that she doesn't also love you meanwhile she's like what are these feelings verbed as a plane okay don't listen to me singing i might have to cut that out that's like (laughs) a little bit of wicked for you (laughs) Yes, I don't know. I so just she's gonna move back to the hometown. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's interviewing where she used to live. Yeah, in where LA. She lives. Yeah. For internships in finance, yep. which is what he wants. Or to entry do. level jobs. Yep. Yep. Um and he hasn't told her. I know. Because they don't talk about important things. No, which they normally do, but of course right now, no. Except for in rom coms that we read. <laughs> <laughs> It's very important that you not talk about the important things. Yes, of course. (laughs) Never. We can't say such things for shame. And so they have a big blowout and they're mad at each other and they go off and do their own things. And she ends up going back to, is it LA or San Diego? I thought it was San Diego. Well, no. So she... She sticks with her plan to move, and she lives with Jack's family for a little bit, and it is L.A. But she works for a really creepy yeah, guy. Yeah, so first, so before she goes back home, she works for a really shitty law firm, and- I said creepy, you said. Yeah, well, creepy, shitty, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's both of those words. Yes. I'm a swear. It's just going to- It's okay. Like, ugh, it's just fine. It's what it is. But no, he's a garbage human, and yeah. they basically, she wants to genuinely help people if she's going to stick with being a lawyer, and he's like- no, we're just going to take the easy way out and call it good. And she's like, what are you doing? And it's just as toxic and awful as her big corporate job back in L.A. So she goes home and, like, she realizes what she wants. Which we knew from the beginning was to own the bookstore that her friend wants to sell. Yes. So she loves the owner of this bookstore that she loves and... It's like the perfect opportunity for her. And she has a vision. She just spent weeks helping someone else renovate and update an indie bookstore. And I'm like, I want both of these places to be real. And I want to go to them now. Yes. So. And then the best of all me cutes again. Oh, yeah. She's working because they haven't really talked in a while. Again, why didn't they talk? So dumb. Hey, I came back. It's I get still here. It's awkward. It's so (laughs) awkward. But like, girl. Get and your act together. He goes in because he knows it's her favorite bookstore and she's there, but he doesn't know that she bought it. Yeah, she's like, what are you doing here? She's like, I own the place. <laughs> what? What? Ooh. Well, yeah, I'm in LA and they again. live happily ever after. Yeah. 
it sounds like I'm making fun of this book mostly, but I actually genuinely loved it. It was such a cute read. I instantly marked the other two as to read on my TBR list. So I want to read them. They're so good. It was, it was a very cute read and I'm not mad about it. You'll learn I'm a little OCD and I have to read them in order. So normally I'm like that, but I already was so behind on reading it. So I was just like, just give me the book. We're getting to it now. It's really good. They're worth going back to. They're so so good um and our book club liked them too yeah our book club gave good yeah share with me what they all talked about because i didn't make the book club meeting yeah. so tell me what was the so a lot of it was the way she created that tension where mm-hmm. he felt the tension with her job and then a lot of it we liked him as a fictional boyfriend he did a good job he is a good fictional boyfriend except he a really he, good i'm just like dude talk it, it's it's rom-com. We're I know, I know. I'm going to okay. just let my frustrations fly. Yes. <laughs> yes. But no, we really liked it. We thought she did a really nice job with setting the characters up. A few people had read all of them. We did have one that didn't finish it. A mm. um, few people had read all of them, and we liked this yeah. one a lot. But it got a 3.98 from the group. So That's not bad. And everybody gives it... Whatever they want. If I saw that radio on Goodreads, I'd definitely be like, okay, this is a book I'm going to read. You know, when there's like a certain level below the Goodreads rating where you're like, "Mm, I don't want to touch that. Our readers are pretty, I think they're they're pretty picky. They are picky readers. That's a really good rating from them. So So you've read all three. Yes. Which one's been your favorite so far? So I do like this one. It's the lawyer. It's Mm -hmm. the bookstore. Um, But I have this weird fascination with book set in a cooking competition oh. and the first one i believe is and that's and um the, the sweet sis- mess. jack's sister's friend yes yeah that's the sweet mess and so it would be a tie between this one and a sweet mess and okay. then i loved um i think it's dating dare i love that one too okay but it was just a really good series Aww. but yeah i have this weird fascination with cooking show rom-com books i don't know why <laughs> well then you would love i know Love, love Anita Kelly. Yeah, I know. I just need to read it. Anita Kelly's it. book. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's a wrap on Booked on a Feeling, which, yes, is set in a bookstore, apparently. <laughs> and but we keep forgetting. We oh, right. Thank you. I, oh, my God. I almost did it again. <laughs> this time we can actually do it. Dan, what are you currently reading? What are we currently reading? So I'm going to give you one that I just finished because I just finished it last night. And so I am, I was currently reading it up until last night. Um, (laughs) That works. I, every, a lot of times I go back and read old classics and I just finished reading Emma and I loved it. I've never read Emma. It's so cute. So my next up are going to be the Emma Project and Dear Mr. Knightley because they're, they're, yeah. I in, think, in the theme have I read of the Emma. Emma Project? No. No, I haven't. It's Sonali Dev. It's a yes, great series that I'm was sure it. we've talked about on other books. Or Dave. Remember that whole conversation? Dave, yes. Dave, Dave or, or Dave. Dev. Shit, yes. we still need to look we that up. We have to figure that yeah. one out. And then the other one I'm reading right now is Lunar Love, which is going to be our <gasps> I just got my copy book. yesterday. It's so fun. I'm about a third of the way through and love it. That's exciting. Yeah. How about um, you? What are you reading? I am currently reading Everybody in My Family Has Killed Somebody, or someone, <laughs> I mean. Um, it's like a whodunit, but where you go inside of the whodunit, like you have the author talking to you as he's, it's like about a, a, a author who's writing about a murder, and he's like, 
I, I, I'm just doing a terrible job of explaining this. So we're it recording on the, this on the 10th right now, and I bet by the time I get this episode out, well, no, I don't want to spoil it. Well, I was going to say, you know what? I'm going to spoil it. I'm not spoiling the book. I'm spoiling this reveal. Okay. It is the, what month are we in? January. <laughs> Oh, I know what you're saying. It's I know the, what you're saying. It's the January pick for the dog pack. Now, you Yay! may not know what the dog pack is. Well, then for shame, for shame on you. Rachel, tell us what the dog pack is. <laughs> oh, okay. I will. The dog pack is the subscription service that you need to be signed up for. You do. It is a once a month or every other month, every three months, every four months. You can choose how often you receive it. Um, we are curating this book box at Dog Eared Books. It's always, we're reading months in advance. Um, I say we, but it's mostly Amanda and Ellen. They are picking the best of the best. And it's been good books so far. And I'm reading to keep up with them because I want to stay in the know. I'm helping with the subscriptions. So I want to know what we're reading. And this one, I honestly was sitting at like a 3.4, maybe to a five or four star read. And then something just happened. I was like, oh my God, five stars. But I think I'm going to end with it being about a four and a half for me. Um, but so yeah, sign up for the dog pack. It's general fiction. We're hoping to maybe eventually add a romance um, dog pack subscription eventually. But if you love reading all over the place like Dan and I do, yeah. Dan's a subscriber. I'm a subscriber. So you should I subscribe love too. My dog pack box. Yeah. And plus, Dog Eared Books is the lovely sponsor of this bookstore podcast. Bookstore podcast. Romance book podcast between the covers. That's what this is. Do, 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 do. Yeah, maybe this needs to be our last recording because my brain is like, thanks. So. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, sign up for the dog pack. There will be links in the show notes, also links to all of our socials. Follow us, dog eared books, follow the podcast, do all the following, share, subscribe, liking, blah, 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 blah. Um, but anyways, it's a fun whodunit and it's delightful. I don't read a lot of mystery whodunits, but if you like Glass Onion, or uh, Knives Out, uh, this would be a good book for you. It's very much in that same realm, um, but you don't have the lovely, like, Blanc. You have more of a goofy narrator, main detective person, um, but it's still in, like, the same essence. Deanne, how many books have you read so far this year? We are on the 10th day of the year, might I add. Seven. Seven. Ooh, that's good. I'm at three right now, but I'm almost done with two, so I'll be at five probably by tomorrow. And then you'll be at 10. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll probably get to, I have a couple that are in process, so Mm -hmm. I'll probably be at 10 by the weekend. Yeah. Um, I, I've had, I ended the year, the last three months on a roll and Mm -hmm. I have not slowed down. I'm just having so much fun. Nice. I'm letting it go. I know there'll be the month where I barely read six and that'll be fine, but. Oh yeah. Nope. So I'm just up to three and I don't think that's so bad right now, but um, I'm that's hoping great. to get some more locked in here. I'm going to finish one definitely tonight. Perfect. And then I'm going to finish one probably tomorrow because it's an audio book. Sweet. And then I'm going to keep going. You were into- like two pages away from that other one. Finished. Oh, I know. I had maybe 10 pages left. And yeah. We, Deanne came in and I was like, no, nope, we need to record. I, I'm like, this is the spot. I can stop here. It'll be fine. It'll be grand. <laughs> Well, we're looking forward to having you back listening to us. We are so happy to be back recording. Um, 2023 is going to be a great year with lots of fun books. And tell us what you are excited about coming up and what you need us to talk about. 
Um, what is our next episode? I don't even our know. I can't think. Episode, it's going to be a trope episode. It's a trope episode. And yep. It's going to cover two books that the book club read. Yes. So the trope is going to be going back to the small town. Yes. And this is one I was kind of screwing up in the last episode yeah. where I was like, wait a minute. No. So this is going to be a trope about the book Delilah Green doesn't care and the kiss curse. Yep. So perfect two little small town returnings. Um, though, you know, Kiss Curse, she's a kind of already, she lives in our small town. It's not necessarily. He came back. Oh, he came back. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it then. So you don't want to miss this fun discussion. And then the episode after that, we'll be talking about those two books specifically. So come back, join us, share, like, love us, tell your friends. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Between the Covers podcast. You can follow Deanne at E-O-D-B-R-T and Rachel at More Than The Pages on Instagram and everything podcast related at at Between The Covers Pod. Between The Covers Pod is produced by our local indie bookstore, Dog-Eared Books in Ames, Iowa. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the pod with all your amazing people in your life.